Coming to you live from the Business Radio X studio in Woodstock, Georgia. This is Fearless Formula with Sharon Klein. And welcome to Fearless Formula on Business Radio X, where we talk about the ups and downs in the business world and offer words of wisdom for business success. I am your host, Sharon Klein. And if you've never had coffee beans, barrel-aged <laughs> and uh, in, in freshly dumped, Urban Barrels, because this is like so descriptive to me and I love it. You need to visit Barrel House Coffee Company in Ballground, Georgia. And I have one of the co-owners here in the studio, Katie Turnage. Welcome. Hi, Sharon. Thank you so much for having me. I You're appreciate welcome. It. Sure. It's funny because I was thinking, how do I describe what it tastes like? Because I had your coffee recently and was like, yes, I want the barrel, you know, aged beans. But it's hard to explain the flavor is not something that it's like, um, oh, it's creamy or, you know, it's it's different. It's different. Very How would you describe different. it? So I'd say it's not for everyone, but it's so it's such a unique flavor. It's not like adding a shot of bourbon to your coffee, but it definitely accents those great caramel chocolatey notes to that, to that coffee flavor profile. And uh, it's it's wonderful. A lot of our lattes, our Nutella latte is the most popular with it, with that barrel-aged coffee. Um, and we have it frozen and it's like perfect on that summer day. Oh, so, wow. Yes. I'd miss that one. I'm definitely going to have to come back. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about, first of all, I wanted to ask you about ball ground because a yes. hundred years ago when I moved here, it was, it was small. It seemed smaller or sort of not as bustling, but it is huge right now. And booming. We love Ballground. My husband and I both live there and uh, we love the downtown area. The small businesses down there are just thriving, doing so well. Um, They're just, it's such a great little community of small business owners that we have over there and living there. We eat there, we work there and we go home and we play there. So it's it's wonderful. We we absolutely love Ballground. Yes. That's awesome. I I was there recently and I saw also in your, um, in your, uh, is it store? What would you call it? Shop, really store. Shop. Okay. Roastery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah roastery. A little bit of everything. Whoa. Whatever you want to call it. They had, you had some locally made um, snacks there as well. And I yes. thought, how sweet is that? That you really are helping to promote not no, just your No, we have a company, local bakery but- that's right in uh, Canton, 10 minutes on the road from us. She makes wonderful baked goods. We roast coffee. We do good, great coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, baking goods isn't our forte. Yeah. So <laughs> we love to partner out with another great local business, uh, Paula's Desserts and she brings them in fresh. We're able to sell. We don't have to worry about making food. Yeah, but it's <laughs> which so is great. Wonderful. You each win. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, and we can win-win. advertise for her. She does for us. She sells our coffee. It literally it works out. It's a perfect scenario. Win-win on both sides. So what got you into coffee? So it was my husband. <laughs> <laughs> my husband had a dream of always opening his own coffee shop, uh, being deployed, a veteran, Marine Corps veteran. They love their coffee, veterans do, oh, and uh, it's what they lived on when they were, when he was deployed. And coming back, he always wanted to open a coffee shop. It was his dream. I was one with my heels in the ground, uh, <laughs> especially being a small business owner. That was so scary to me. Um, he, had, we found business partners that were actually barrel aging coffee out of their garage, using a couple barrels, selling at local farmers markets. We thought it was such a cool idea. Had never seen it before. My husband's a huge bourbon drinker. Wow. I shouldn't say huge. He, he drinks bourbon. He drinks bourbon. <laughs> Let's reframe that. Yes. Let's reframe that. <laughs> um, we thought the flavor profile was something we had never experienced before, and we wanted to to open a coffee shop, but just have a different flair on it that we hadn't seen before. And so uh, we opened it back in 2018, December of 2018. And 
decided to kind of make it look like a rick house. We opened with the bare minimums, uh, no bank funding at all. Wow. We just all savings and started very, very small. We opened actually without an espresso machine, which looking back on it, I'm like, holy cow, how the heck did we do that? Um, <laughs> my husband opened it, opened to close. We had partners to help us on the weekends and some nights and uh, basically grinded it for about a year and a half before COVID hit. COVID was... Super scary. Didn't know what the heck to do. We stayed open um, because we had a couple employees at that time. And to us, it was really important to, as much as we could, keep the doors open um, to provide a paycheck for them, but to also give a place for people to come and still get a little sense of community as best as we could during COVID restrictions. Um, And then right after COVID, uh, we bought our business partners out. They went and did another business venture. It was a great uh, transition to just my husband and I. I got pregnant with my son, Luke. And nothing's easy, like, no, like no. I'm sure that was so, <laughs> what I'm thinking about too, is like all of these are different hits, you know? Yes. Um, first of all, um, just opening your own business, but second of all, COVID. And then third of all, buying out, you know, yes. just like all these transitions happening yes. all at once. And a baby. And it all happened, which is looking back on it, it all happened in such an organic good growth way that like we learn so many valuable things each time, each transition. Um, I had my feet in the ground about, you know, not wanting to really work back in food and retail. I had worked it all through high school, college and said, I would never go back. You went to Kennesaw state university. I saw, and you got your degree. I want to say, is it business, right? Yes. Business management. Um, actually from a small, uh, college out of Louisiana when my husband was stationed there in Baton Rouge. So I started at Kennesaw and then transitioned to Southeastern. And, uh, but yeah, I said I would never work in food and retail and COVID happened, getting pregnant. And it's crazy how now I manage the shop. I've got a great assistant manager that helps and leads and, um, and it's where I was supposed to be. So like, I, I genuinely enjoy it. I love the people. I love our regulars. Our team is like, phenomenal. I couldn't ask for a better team. They're the reason why I'm here right now. I just make sure they have what they need. And they're the one that handled all the handle all the customer interactions. And they're the one that takes care of the people. I'm just kind of behind the scenes, making sure that they have what they need to facilitate their job the best. But it's crazy how everything works and you get reassigned. (laughs) Um, And I love it. It gives me the time to be able with my son in this season of life with small kids, but at the same time, uh, still be a huge part of the community that we love in downtown Ballground. When you were looking for a place to open your um, shop, where what was it about Ballground that drew you there? Well, we live there, and we just love the downtown area. It didn't have a coffee shop. We lived there for about three to four years before. I didn't know it didn't like, have a coffee shop. We didn't have a coffee shop. No. And I'm like, oh, my God, how does a downtown not have a coffee shop? <laughs> um, so we're, my husband was – that was more of a reason for us Heck to yeah, open. Yeah, there's a need, right? <laughs> yeah, and uh, – we we love it there. Our location specifically, we happened to be eating across the street, saw the landlord going in and out of the place. We walked over right after dinner and had a conversation with him, got along with him really, really well. And that's how it happened. Word of mouth. Real estate in downtown Ballground is very hard to get a hold of. Mm. Uh, so it was just perfect timing again of just an organic thing that we just happened to go over and talk and the rest was kind of history. We're kind of in the back of a building, so we don't have a drive through. We don't really have storefront. So it is a little difficult to find us at first, but it's cool because it's like I always say we're the cool hole in the wall of like, mm-hmm. you know, you have to know where we're at. Um, <laughs> and you have a really great little courtyard area yes, right outside. Yes, we love the courtyard outside. Mm-hmm. We have a great parking lot out back. So for a downtown area, it allows us to kind of be tucked a little bit, but 
Um, we get a lot of foot traffic from the downtown area, which we really enjoy as well. We talked a little bit before the show about how um, things sometimes just unfold, like you were saying, yes. in such an organic way. How did it feel to kind of see all of these little, not challenges, but shifts, and that you're able to meet them so fluidly and easily? You can know? say easily. Oh. <laughs> uh, flu- yeah, but having a good partner, my husband, a business pa- he's my business partner, he's my husband, my best friend, uh, communicating through that and bouncing ideas to be able to have that relationship of you have good days, you have bad days, you have in any marriage, but also as business partners of like you, sometimes you don't see eye to eye. Sometimes you're really hot about something and another person can kind of talk you down. Um, But having that other person to consistently bounce and find ways to grow and learn from it um, as cliche as it sounds, that's the only way that we were able to like really just say, okay, all right, we're not supposed to go in this direction. Okay, let's go this direction. When I'm in the ground crying, thinking everything's over, <laughs> he's like, wait a minute, Katie. No, 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 let's go. Let, this could be the direction instead. So, I mean, some of them were easy. I shouldn't say it wasn't easy. Some of them were, it just kind of happened. And it just, as long as you kept putting a foot in the forward direction, mm-hmm. it might not be a huge step, but it was still just, Okay, one more foot forward. Okay, yeah. one more foot forward. Oh, gosh, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we talk about that on the show a lot with different business owners about surrounding yourself with the right kind yes. of people and how important that is. And what is it like? I know you were saying that you had have these employees that you couldn't, you really couldn't do it without them. What was no. it like to try to find quality people? Because we talk a, a lot about that on the business it's show. It's the hardest. It's the mm-hmm. hardest part of running in my business. Uh, you know, you, you go through the interview process and you, you know, think you have a great 10 minute interview and that person's going to solve all your problems and, you know, they're going to be absolutely wonderful to grow your team. And, um, it's so hard cause you don't want to make a quick judgment on someone, but for your business, you have to, uh, to be able to figure out long-term if you can trust them or not, you get them in and sometimes they don't work. And then it's to me, that is the hardest of being able to give someone chances you want to work with them. You want to work through things. You want to grow with them, but at the same time, knowing when to cut the cut the line to mm-hmm. where it's not poisonous to the rest of your team. Um, but I strongly rely on my team of constantly, pretty much every business decision I'm fielding through them of like, mm-hmm. "Hey guys, I'm doing. We're doing this because of A, B, and C. How do you feel about that?" My husband says I make it a lot more complicated because I do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Executive decision. Yes, we're doing this, but I'm like, you know what? They're they're at the heart and the baseline of it, of a decision that we make ultimately affects them the most. They're the one having to deal with a upset customer over something that didn't, you know, that has been changed or whatever. And if they don't understand, they don't need to know everything, but if they don't understand their baseline of why, then it makes their job a lot harder. So I'd rather do a little bit more work up front communicating it um, than, and making sure that they understand than just saying it's because I said so. I, I don't agree with that. <laughs> um, but, but my team is just absolutely incredible. I, I, don't, I couldn't say anything more highly of them. We've had a couple of them for – we've had one of our longest employee. I think he's at three and a half years now, our assistant manager, Tim, that I'm – he's my right hand. He's absolutely wonderful. He roasts all of our coffee for us. He handles all of our morning regulars. Um, and then we've got leads that – help him help me. And it's, I'm just behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you get your barrels? Like, how do you make it work? Uh, local distillery, uh, ASW out of Atlanta. Um, they're absolutely wonderful. They, um, 
we get them freshly dumped from them within a week of dumping to make sure that it's not just an old barrel that's just been sitting out. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> we, get it, we get it fresh um, and then beans within them within a week, allowing them to age for a couple months. And then once they've aged for a couple months, depending on the barrel, but depending on the strength, the bean uh, will then pull and roast in-house. And uh, it's I think we've got close to like... 50 or 60 barrels now that are aging coffee to help forecast for, you know, four or five months out. So we've That's got to how many barrels months. you have to have for four or five yeah, months to, to forecast out. And then oh each goodness. barrel yields about two batches and just, my husband deals a lot with that. So oh he, yeah. He's our barrel manager. He goes to the, he <laughs> goes to ASW. Title. Yeah. He just loves going to the bourbon places. I don't oh, know sure. why, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but how cool, because it's like a win-win, you know, this other distillery yes. is not needing it anymore. And then no. you get to have a second life with it, yes. which is very cool. And it's cool because there's even a third life on that, which we didn't realize opening the business of what are we going to do with all these barrels when we get done with them? We're not just going to throw them out. They're beautiful barrels. Um, and so we then sell them to our customers for what we pay for them. And they do, I mean, the coolest furniture projects, um, planters. I had a guy wrap his uh, metal column in a basement uh, with man cave with barrels. Like, I mean, just the coolest things with barrels that I would have never thought of. But it's a secondary market that, like, we can, you know, not just take these gorgeous barrels. And I'd, if I could, I'd keep them all. Yeah, I bet. I love them. They're I so bet they pretty. smell amazing too. Oh, they, they're, and they're, each one is different and unique depending on where it was in a rec house and whatnot. But um, it's cool. It was a total secondary thing that we now hustle barrels after we get done. So <laughs> we have anywhere from like one to five barrels at a time that people can come and pick up and, and do what they want with them with the uh, furniture. That's really, <laughs> we'll have to talk after the yes. show. Um, but I wanted to ask you, what is your number one thing that you sell? Like your most popular item, most popular drink, I should say. Popular drink. Our popular coffee bag is our barrel aged medium roast. Um, that's the one that's the most popular coffee. And then our, probably our favorite, it depends. The holiday drinks are pretty popular, but our Nutella with that barrel aged coffee is a, uh, is a huge head. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it as we speak. I'm like, I'm paying That's attention. One, yes. I promise. Yes. That one just because it pairs so well with the beautiful bourbon flavor that it's, I'm craving it right now. Can you <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> Get through the afternoon. Yes. But I was yes. thinking you're not just having barrel aged coffee. You've got regular roast coffee yes, as well. Yes, we do. Yes. Yeah, so all of our coffee selection, we say um, like our Americanos, our cappuccinos, lattes, anything we can do barrel aged or non barrel aged. Non barrel aged is your, I say your normal espresso. Um, we have an aged in a coffee barrel. And then our barrel aged is that same espresso bean that we have aged in a bourbon barrel. So you kind of have a different spin on pretty much any of your regular coffee drinks uh, to be barrel aged or non barrel aged at that point in time. So. Wow. <laughs> well, if you're just if you're just joining us, we are speaking to the co owner of Barrel House Coffee Company, Katie Turnage. So I wanted to ask you too, how how did you stay afloat during the pandemic? Because a lot of companies didn't. So what did you do? Really relying on community. Um, we made sure that we stayed open as long as we possibly could. Um, even within the restrictions, it looked a little funny during times of, you know, having like a line with arrows and making sure everyone's going the right way, giving the six foot distance, mass, whatnot. But uh, making sure that when we're going out to lunch, to dinner, we're keeping it within our community, um, being able to go across the street over the burger bus or Frankfurt's for lunch or, you know, being able to support the other businesses that we could tell everyone was just kind of wide-eyed and didn't know what to do so true so it was like okay instead of as easy as it would have been just to go home and 
be in our house and remain our six feet apart and do all that, it was important for us to still be able to put money into the local businesses. So it was like we would buy lunch for staff or we would, after we get off shift, make sure to go over places that we saw were a little slower than others to just continue to every little bit help. So, um, and also checking in on our other businesses in the downtown area of like, Hey, look, are you okay? What's going on? Um, that's so kind of you to do that. Very compassionate of you. Well, it was, it was, it was done to me as well. It was so, um, just kind of happened organically within the community of, cause we were all scared. We were all just like, okay, is this, are we going to be allowed to stay open? I know we have all these parameters, but then it's like, who is enforcing them? And then what happens if we don't know the newest restriction of that day? Or, you know, what if we have a disgruntled customer come in and someone's mass has slipped down and we're in the, you know, like it's just, it was just a whole another enchilada of just confusion that no one knew, but to be able to say to like everyone else, like, okay, this is what we're doing. That worked for you. What did this work for you? Like, it was just a whole nother um, tier of us getting together and trying to, and the city of Ballground also was absolutely wonderful to us to help with us of like any questions that we had. They've always been uh, amazing to work with. And they say they roll out the red carpet instead of the red tape. And I could not agree with oh, I that. Love that phrase. No, they, they, it's, and I, I totally endorse it and <laughs> believe wholeheartedly. They absolutely do to us to help us and, uh, they understand the the uh, the hardships of it. <laughs> well, I mean, there's nothing scarier or, you know, taps into fear more than something you've put your heart into and your financial future yes. <laughs> stability into. <laughs> and then to have something like that happen, yeah. you know. Well, and it's like you spent all this time building this team that you um, have worked so hard and put so much time and energy to get them trained. And then it's like, ultimately, if we shut the door, how do we continue to pay them they've got to pay their bills too so then it's like if we don't keep the doors open we can't pay them then we lose a team that we've tried so hard to and we were very lucky we scraped by but we were able to keep the team that we had and uh continue to stay open and just put our head down and do the best we could with it wow what do you find to be the um, most challenging is it balance because a lot of people talk about balance i always that's the first thing i think about as far as like doing voiceover work too. I could be doing it all. I could audition all day, all night. And you know, there has to be some kind of a balance in life, but particularly with the social media being so prevalent and so many ways that people advertise that way, how do you shut off work and, or do you shut off work and then be well, especially when your husband is your business? Partner. I know. Right. Do you, can you ever date? just have a conversation no, that doesn't involve? Yes. Yeah, so we're like, <laughs> no talking about the child and no talking about the business. And we just like kind of look at each other. We're like, I like you. <laughs> Like, I love you, but I don't, okay, the weather's been nice. Like, you don't, <laughs> it's hard. Uh, the, I imagine so. You, you, we're constantly checking each other and trying to say, you know, hey, look, we've talked a lot about this. We, we've we've put our head together and we've we've over-communicated about this. <laughs> over-communicated. Yes, we, we've overdone it on this one. Uh, but balance is, that it, I'm, that's the most difficult thing is finding a work-life balance. And especially I have a three-year-old. So finding the work-life balance of being a good mom and being with him, having a business to where you want to spend a lot of your, all of your extra time making that business better, but knowing where to hang up that hat at the door to where I'm mom now. And I don't want to, I don't want to impede on that either because you can't get that time back either. So it's like, it's someone explained to me, it's like a different season in your life. And I'm in the season of small 
having a small child right now and being out and being social and going to marketing events and growing the business on that regard. This isn't, this isn't the season right now for me to be able to grind the pavement in that as much as I would like to. Um, but that time will come. Um, and being at home with my child and being a small business owner and having a great team, it allows me to do things like this and to go to his doctor's appointments and concerts and little things that mean the world to me and being able to trust a team that will open and close and run the store and just make sure it doesn't burn down. (laughs) You know, I I joke with them about that, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's so true to being able to trust them that they'll let me know if they need me and, it's taken a long time to get there, but it, it yeah, because you can have your your you can shut off your work brain yes. and really access more your mom brain or yes. whatever it is that you want when yes. you have trust that way. I, yes, wholeheartedly, and but just building into my people of like, okay, I trust you. I'm not going to micromanage you. Let me know what you need, but you know, I'm here. I'm here, and what can I do to help? And the last thing I'm doing is making a cup of coffee, even though that's <laughs> something that I would absolutely love. To, you know, but the, being a small business owner and wearing all the different hats and. uh constantly wanting to grow and get better and that's part of that's part of it and learning the balance I'm still I, I'm looking for mentors and guidance all that <laughs> in different forums of how do I not lose my sanity you know what I like though <laughs> is that we were talking about Alma Coffee and that's like one of the coffee companies that helps that sponsor some of the yes. shows that we have and how you you were like oh I love them and I thought how sweet is that that no, you they're have wonderful. an appreciation wonderful. for it's not competition it's just no. like you're both in the same boat yes. you know and so it's kind of sweet that you have uh, you're cheering on other Absolutely. companies too. Absolutely. We can all do it together. And they're, they're wonderful farm to cup and that I can't compete with what they're doing. I mean, they, they, they've got multiple generations. They're, they're absolutely wonderful at what they do. And, um, and I know they appreciate us too. And it's so cool because we'll bump into the, each other at events and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's cool. I, I love that. And to me, that's the community that we want to grow and be in to where we're not the only or the best or you're like going just, down. You're no, going down. It's like, come on. And it's like, I'm going crazy over this. Are you too? Okay. Yeah. Okay. At Good. least in downtown Ballground, we have a little, I have a little group that I'm like, Oh my gosh, have you experienced this yet? <laughs> but it's cool. Cause I mean, we wouldn't be able to grow and we all grow together when we were able to network and like refer people out and, Another great coffee shop is Bazaar down in Canton that they're wonderful too. And it's just like, I'd like to have them on the show too yeah, at some point. No, I go there I mean, often. Could, if I could have part of her creativeness. Oh my gosh. I know, isn't that Holy amazing? Cow. But it's so cool that if you have a, a strength here and someone else has a strength there, like you can yes. learn and draw from each other, yes. which is so cool. No, It's supportive. And I think that's what I love about our community in general yes. is that everyone really does. Cherokee County. Cherokee County. Yeah. And it's, it is really a special place. I think I've heard it compared to other (laughs) counties where they're like, it's just not like that over there. I'm like, really? I've gotten spoiled. But it's been from all, I think truly, I think it's from all this hard work of the small, all the small business owners and breaking down that barrier of like, Hey, look, I see you're struggling or Hey, look, this is what I struggled with and not making painting this picture perfect that we all want to. Social media age. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, So we all want to, but it's like, hey, look, I'm struggling with this. Oh, oh my gosh, I'm not going crazy. You are too. And that's just. It normalizes it, right? I love love that. Do you you advertise? Social media. (laughs) Social media. Do you have TikTok? No, I do not have TikTok. I got yelled at about that last week. They're like, you need to share me on your TikTok. I'm like, I don't have. We have uh, Instagram and Facebook Mm -hmm. and uh, Tim, our assistant manager and I, we meet twice a week for a couple of hours to kind of pull our brains together and get, we're trying to get onto reels cause that's the new thing. And I'm so old school on photos and uh, how to make a 
latte look different every every time. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> uh, creative creativeness is not my forte, right? So, right. Uh, but yeah, social media is kind of what we put our marketing and advertising in right now, um, building that, and that's how we get a lot of our regulars and our different drinks and whatnot out. But uh, we have hopes to get kind of into that next year. Um, really promote it. I, I Try, had someone yes. on the show once who um, is associated with um, a social media marketing company. It's her company. And um, just how that is just the number one. It is just where everyone goes. And it's, it's like, crazy. it is. I was just telling you before the show how I get down a TikTok rabbit hole. Yes. And I don't mean to because yeah. I have a book that I really want to finish reading yeah. <laughs> and I haven't done it. I'm like, let me just go through to it's 40, 45 minutes. And I'm Vacuum. like, oh my gosh. Yes. So yes. I see how that's, if that's where you know, I'm not the only one that does this, but I just see how that can be. If it you're on this, this is where, yes. and I need to do the same. I'm supposed to be using TikTok for this show exactly. And have I done it <laughs> yet? No, I talk about it all the time. <laughs> talking it's easy about to get it stuck in the vacuum, but yeah. you actually provide good quality content yeah. that hasn't been done anywhere else. I'm like, I'm in awe of people that can do that on a daily basis. That is just, holy cow. Yeah, it's a gift holy for cow. sure. It's such but, a gift. All right, we'll have to talk after the show too. Maybe we, we can come up with some good creative ideas. Yeah, please. <laughs> what do you find most rewarding about what you're doing, about your shop? And I was thinking too how great it is to have these relationships. It's not just yes. business, it's relationships. Yes. But I'm wondering what, what do you find that just kind of drives you and gets you up every day? Not just the financial aspect of it's it. The, it's the people that are regulars that come in. We got it especially over Christmas break that – you know, they'd come in and normally you just see the one man or the one woman and they're all of a sudden with a group of like 10 people and they're like, oh my gosh, we have to show you. This is our favorite shop. This is our favorite spot. We had to bring our family to come and see. We absolutely love like, and then the family leaves with a bunch of coffee and then they're like from California, they're from all over. Wow. And it's like, to me, the highest compliment when it's like, you're their favorite spot that you bring their family to of like, they don't have to come and spend a lot of money or do, you know, whatever, but it's like, they all feel, I feel so special that it's like out of all the time that you have with family, which is not a lot when you're here and in the hustle and running around, they're bringing their family to your shop. And it's like, or our city manager, we were during the Christmas parade this year and our Christmas parade is our busiest night of the year. And, uh, we had a line, I mean, it was through three doors out into the road. It was absolutely insane. And, uh, we were just cranking it out. We we're having a great time in there and we were the busiest we've ever been. And the city manager just like opens the door and is just like, great job, brew crew. And just like a cheerleader. And it's like, you didn't have to do that, you yeah. know? And it's like, just to get those like little pats on the back, especially when you're, you're grinding and you're in the weeds a lot. It's like, that's why that that's, and your team feels good. Everyone feels good. And it's just like, it gets regurgitated out through all the other businesses as well when they're, so it's just, that's me. That's the that, that was part. like, uh, I think I could almost feel it. Yes. What it would feel like, you know, just yes. like a joy. And you're like, are you doing it right? I think oh, every, you know, you see everything going wrong, especially being the business owner. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but it's just like, holy cow. Okay. We're doing this. Like we're, and we're cranking this out and it's a well-oiled machine most of the time. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it's cool. That's, that's to me the one I'm the most proud of and people coming to meet and whatnot. So I think it's cool too, to imagine that like, Okay, just 20 years from now saying, oh, this is where I used to go, you yes. know, during this period of my life. Or like, oh, this is where we used to get hot chocolate with this, the babies or yeah, whatever. Yeah, we just had an, uh, an illustrator come and do her uh, book signing in her shop. And she's like, I drew the photos for, I drew the photos. I drew the artwork for all these, uh, for this book at the shop, sitting right there at the table right there. And it was so cool. And she signed the book and gave it to my son. And I was like, things like, like you that just don't think sweet. about it. You know, people are on their computer in their own little, you know, own little world. And you try to give them some privacy and whatnot. And 
But who knew that was even happening? Right, in the I had background. no idea it was. No, I had no that idea it was. That is so cute and sweet. Yeah, Shanda. Yeah, it was very, very nice of her. So, anyways, little things like that that are so cool. Like there's surprises that you don't know are happening, but it's like all happening under the woodwork. So yeah, cool. and you're you're making you're making memories, but you're currently making memories. That's yes. kind of a weird way to say it. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it was just, but just for her to like come back and have the signing at our shop and yeah, just kind of full circle so there. It was, it was really cool. Yeah. All right. So here's a question for you. Yeah. Um, what would you say is your biggest mistake? Something that you learned the hard way? Oh from? gosh. <laughs> I kind of don't taking, like asking that probably one Probably taking things person too personal. Like it's, um, if like an employee doesn't do any something or like I'm having a problem uh, or they just forget. Maybe sometimes something's forgotten to be done. Of like, I'll just take it personally. And what? Like, no, that wasn't done personally. The person didn't have time. Stuff happens during the day. They got busy. It's not a big deal. And I've learned as I've kind of matured into this role of like being able to take that, um, not take it so personally. Of like, no, they're trying their best. You trust that they're trying your best. Of like, trust them to do their best. Don't micromanage and don't. Uh, don't take it personally. It's not, so, a, it's not a thing. I, I just, as a manager, that's, that's been a hard, as I manage more people and then being able to, you know, give someone pawn off, not pawn off responsibilities. <laughs> that's great to say that. Uh, you know, to be able to, to hand off responsibilities mm-hmm. of like, it's not the way I would have done it, but at the same time, like I would have never done it like that. Holy cow. That's a much better way to do that. Of mm-hmm. like, why was I doing it so much harder, making it so much harder on myself? And, if something's not done the way I would do it, that's okay. That's okay. It's not a personal blow of the way you did it was wrong or, um, that's so interesting. I love that you're talking about that. Cause I don't think anyone said that on the show before. And I'm, I'm trying to apply it very quickly, super fast <laughs> to my life. And do I do that? You know, do I, because I do have a certain way I like, yes. Things, yes. And I just assume that the world is like, just like right. me and you that do. everyone does everything yes. just like me. So, but having the, um, perspective that, um, it's, it actually has nothing to do with you. It's actually somebody else's thought process. Yes. That's uh, that and would then be it's a challenge like, did I for me. Communicate that how I wanted it to be done effectively enough. If it wasn't done that way, and then I look back on it and I'm like, no, I just said three words of like, hey, do you, would you mind going do this? Mm-hmm. I I don't need to have that expectation that they're gonna. And then sometimes, and then, but on the flip side, of that sometimes I do it, and it's like. 50 times better. And wow. it's like, holy cow. Why didn't so I just letting go. Letting, letting go, letting go, yes. Letting go and let and, me. And empowering your people of like, Hey, look, I'm a little stretched then right now of like, and, and nine times out of 10, I'm, I'm surprised, not surprised. I shouldn't say surprised. I am very grateful and humbled that like the way I did it wasn't the right way to do it. <laughs> well, I love that. I'm going to take that for when I'm like, why did you fold that towel that way to oh, my son? So don't terrible. tell my husband. Oh, <laughs> No, but it's true. It's true. And I don't know if that's just as I like mature in age of like to being able to. No, I'm like twice your age and I still do it. (laughs) I'm still working on it. Okay. But it's just something that I'm trying. I'm I'm learning, I think. Uh, So that's great. You're trying, right? That's half the battle or most of the battle. All right. So what do you think? What do you think some misconceptions about the coffee industry or your business are? I think business in general, being a woman owner. I have a lot of, uh, not, not much. I shouldn't say I have a lot, but uh, I do. It surprises me sometimes how, um, a lot of people and, uh, 
uh, trying to sell stuff or trying to get a decision out, they immediately uh, jump over me and want to talk to my husband. And I'm just so shocked that that's still a thing, Uh, you know, of like, no, I'm the owner. How can I help you? What can I, you know, but at that point in time, once you've made that assumption, I'm, I'm very quick to not be as responsive. Well, just because it's just, it's to me, it's just so surprising that people are still like that of like, Hey, look, I know I make, I make the decisions. I, I do. Yeah. I mean, I'll consult him if you want me to, but that's because I, I want to, that's not a, uh, you don't need to speak, just speak with a man. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it a certain age group of men that speak with you like that? Or is it just across the board? I'm just curious if that's sort of an old school misogynist. So I thought it was, and it's not, and it's actually not just men, it's females as well, which I'm, that's what I'm even more shocked at about a lot of times. And a lot of times it's just sales of like, you know, they're trying to get you on the phone. They're trying to sell you on something the fastest and they're trying to, and I, I respect that hustle. I could not, I could not, I respect that hustle. Uh, but it's just crazy to me because it's just like they need to speak with the man to be able to make the decision. And I'm like, he's not going to give you the decision. I'm going to get you the mm-hmm. decision. Uh, so it's it's interesting to me that that's still a school of thought. Um, coffee industry wise, the coffee industry is great. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I don't have any. We. Uh, I'm constantly learning. People say that I'm. You know, they want to ask if I'm a coffee expert. Absolutely not. I, I strive to be. And every day I learn. And someone comes in and asks a different. Uh, ask for a different drink that I've never heard of before. And you're on Google like, oh, okay, I've made that 17,000 times. Okay, it's just <laughs> called Didn't something different named, in yeah. a different part of the world. Yeah. Um, we're constantly learning that. Um, but yeah, in the coffee industry, they've been great. It's just, I guess, as a female business owner, that's my biggest um, qualm that I have at the certain point. That's so interesting And I guess I'm very me. sensitive to it because you work really, really hard and to get where you're at and... I have a degree. My husband has a um, degree in business management as well. And then he's got his master's as well. And uh, so we both think like-minded in that business uh, playing field. But it's just crazy to me. The people are like, I need to speak with the, you know, can I speak with your husband? I need to speak with the man. I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) I suddenly don't need what you're offering me. (laughs) Yes. Yes. No, I'm kind of taken back by that, I guess, because I, I, I know this happens and I, I've, I've heard about it in different ways, but I hadn't really had someone in the studio really kind of phrase it the way you have. And it's, I guess, kind of hitting me blunt. hard. It's no, it's perfect because it <laughs> reflects reality and that that is what happens. Yes. So it's a shame, actually. And I don't know if sad. it's necessarily in the coffee industry. Maybe I'm just experiencing that. Um, I haven't talked to a lot of other business um female owners within the coffee industry and that's my own fault. I need to get out and reach more, more and ask, you know, like what maybe, maybe I'm not the only, um, the only one experiencing that. I know. I know I'm not, but you know, of like, how do they, how do they respond as well? And being able to constructively instead of just saying goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually I think I will add that to one of my questions that I ask female business owners because I hadn't really highlighted that very hard. Um, just a couple of times. It's, I've, not, I've had it's it. very small, probably a very small. It's just one of my, no, no, no. Um, but, but it would be defeating to me. Yes, it is. It I, is. I would feel very defeated. It is. As, as it, as a default, mm-hmm. you know, to think, okay, well, you know, you, after everything you've done and sacrificed right. and given and someone not respecting it would, right. I don't know. I, I have an it's attitude. Done so light. I do. <laughs> I would have I an attitude. I think it's done so lightheartedly a lot of the times that maybe it's not, it's not understood how, hard it hits but it hits hard when you yeah. like you're pounding and you're sweating and you're you know grinding out and it's not and that's what they want to 
focus on. So that's, and that's okay. I just, I need to not let it, I need to not let it hit my armor. <laughs> you're stronger than I am. I'm still reeling. I'm like processing as you're speaking. I'm like, how would I feel if someone treated me this way? <laughs> uh, I wanted to ask you too. So we talk a lot of, you were talking about community and how important that is for, for where you are. So I love the ways that you are, you check on in on each other, but now that you're through the pandemic, what is it like to see it as it's growing? Because I would just Amazing. being, I mean, just being there recently, I'm like, where do I park? Like, I am shocked at how busy it was a good thing. No, it's like, it was wonderful. encouraging. It's wonderful. Even like something as simple as like our point of sale going down. A lot of us have a similar point of sale system in the downtown area. And it's like, you know, it always goes out when you need it the most like technology. <laughs> yeah. And so it's cool. We're able, I'm able to get on a text message with a couple of uh, other female business owners actually in downtown area and say like, Hey, are you experiencing this? And then a lot of them are like, yep, you're able to do this, 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 and you're back online or, you know, like mm-hmm. to be able to troubleshoot that of like, you're not. And then to be creative of like, Hey, look, you're down here, but you can also do let's process payments over here or, um, it's it's just been I love it. Like the other day, I ran out of coffee filters. What coffee shop runs out of coffee filters? <laughs> I, I counted a box that wasn't a box. And anyways, and I called Jill's down the road, and I was like, Jill, hey, can you do you have any coffee filters? I'm I'm embarrassed to even ask this question. I don't have a coffee filter right now. And she gave me a whole like a half a box of them. And then oh. last week she ran out of coffee filters, and I gave the whole, you know. But it's like just because I sell coffee in the downtown, she sells coffee. Like, but it's like, hey, look, where you, you have, your game is so strong with pastries and baking and I don't even want to touch that that and you do it so well that like this jokes cakes and bakes yes mm-hmm. and downtown love mm-hmm. them as well and so they're uh but it's so cool to be able to text or be like I'm having a payroll problem here who do you use for your payroll processor of don't stay clear of this or don't mm-hmm. do this or you know like this is the lessons that I've learned and uh Dominic's truck and dine they're the same way Miranda down there she's such a hard worker and she was texting me yesterday about payroll questions that we all have the questions we're not all savvy with uh, technology and all these different platforms and stuff but it's like ultimately you want to pay your employee you know what you don't want to spend time doing this stuff when you need to be spending time doing others so it's cool to be able to like reach out to people and be like okay look I had the same problem. Here it is. Here's a solution. ABC. But I love that because that's like the theme of fearless formula is offering words of wisdom for business success. You don't have to learn the hard way. And it sounds like you're the energy that you're putting out there and receiving are the same. Yes. And I love that. And it's just a text message. It's like, you don't have to pick up the phone and like have a 20 minute long conversation and see how you're doing and justify why you being Like, Hey, I see you. It's just like, Hey, look, I need a quick answer. Can you, and it's like disrespectful of everyone else's time. And I, I, I love that. So it's, it's been cool in the community in downtown Ballground. I can't say enough about, about it. I wouldn't be anywhere else. I talk about, we have people, that's another rewarding part is people coming in and asking, you know, when are you open up your second location? When are you, whatever. And to be able to replicate the team in that area and Ballground and that community, it's like, I don't, I don't see how we can. <laughs> like where, where do you, do you see yourself in five years somewhere or 10 years somewhere? Do you have like a goal like that? It just depends on what day you have. <laughs> Um, as of right now, no, cause I love our city. I love our city. I love our area and I love, and so many other cities that are surrounding us that we would look to, they already have great coffee shops that it's like, no, they're hustling. They're doing like, no, I, I, you're just I, in your happy place. I respect place. that. Yeah. You're and I, I, sweet spot. Yeah. Happy place is a good team, a good set of people that maybe in a different season, maybe in a different season, in a different life. life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, life has been, yes, has done that. So <laughs> I might change my answer tomorrow. But um, for right now, no, I, Ballground is home and where it's at. And uh, 
we love our people down there. So yeah. Well, if anyone wanted to come by and see you or contact you, what's the best way? Uh, via email, barrelhousecoffeeco at gmail.com and or on Facebook or Instagram. Mm-hmm. Give me a second to answer the messages, but <laughs> and tag us on social media too, because that's a great way for us to have content and share and promote. And we absolutely love it when people do that. Our regulars are so creative uh, with drink photos and tagging in our location and uh, being outside and taking photos of the outside location too. So I love all of that. That's all. I see all of it. And I try to share as much as I possibly can. <laughs> it's like being loved on in a way, isn't it? It is. It is. And it's a totally different perspective. A lot of times on the same drink that you see time and time again. And you're like, Oh, that, <laughs> that's, that's so cool. I would have never thought about that. I love that. Well, I'm so excited to see your journey and, you. and continue to, um, I'll come by and try some Nutella coffee. Yes, because please. <laughs> sounds too amazing. Yes. to pass up. Um, well, thank you so much for coming no, to the studio. I really me. appreciate I it. Katie. It's great to meet you. You've been so kind to me and I really appreciate oh, it. Oh my goodness. Giving a platform to small business owners. That's, a, that's absolutely incredible. So I really appreciate it. I think it lifts everybody up. It does. Yeah. It makes you not feel as alone. So yeah, I appreciate it's that. not. <laughs> no, I'm going to be knocking on the door yeah. at six in the morning. <laughs> Where's my coffee? Yes, we will be there. <laughs> we will definitely be there. Uh, well, thank you all for listening to Fearless Formula on Business Radio X. And this is Sharon Klein reminding you that with knowledge and understanding, we can all have a fearless formula. Have a great day.